0: Welcome to the Branding with Video podcast, your one-stop shop to take your brand to the next level. If you're ready to learn the best tips and tricks in the industry to dominate your brand and become legendary, you've come to the right place. So strap in, listen up, and let's do this.
1: When I generate those ideas, I try to put them into, I put them in the script format. Like for me, I suck at like just going off the fly. Like I was an actor before and I was good at like memorizing lines. But for some reason, when it comes to content, like I just cannot memorize anything. Like I just, I need to be reading something.
0: So we've got a new show type today. We've got Michael on. Michael and I met, dude, how long has it been? Like four Um, years
1: ago? Yeah, something like like that was like three or four years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We've been, we've chatted on and off and we're both in the, uh, youtube space um, doing different things i mean we've been all over the place both of us so um but i really respect what michael's been doing and the business that he's building and sticking with it i think it's been huge because so many people that i've known have just kind of gone away or dropped out or stopped because it's it's rough so um welcome michael we're gonna do this every single week uh, and i'm pumped so thanks for being here man
1: thanks bro hey I, you know like i told you on our chat you know it really means a lot that you you thought of me to, to add on to your your uh, already successful podcast. You know, I listen to it every week. So I'm super,
0: super excited to be here and super excited to uh, talk shop, man. Sweet. Appreciate it, man. Like uh, YouTube's a little easier because you can see comments, likes, things like that podcast is like the worst because it's yeah. Okay. got This many downloads. Like, does that mean someone listened for 10 seconds? Like, does that mean? Oh, whatever. Yeah. So I have, <laughs> I appreciate the, the feedback there. Um, but we were talking before we hit record, uh, or before we hopped in that, um, yeah, what what worked this year in 2022, what we think's going to work in 2023, what we're going to try. So, um, I don't know, what were your biggest takeaways from 2022 so far?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, like for me, 2022 was all about like experimentation, right? It was just like yeah. going on as many platforms as possible and just seeing what works. <laughs> yeah. And I noticed that I was just so spread thin, dude, cuz I was like yeah. posting on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok. I mean, email list. I mean, the list just goes on and on. And, and I just got to a point, it's like, I don't have the luxury of having like a full fledged team for each platform that can yeah. create content and post, you know? So yeah. I think, I think that was the biggest lesson I learned. And so going into the 2023, it's like, okay, I'm just going to dedicate myself to two platforms where I'm just going to go all in, learn yeah. about it and just, um, see what happens this year. And then kind of, um, review what works, what doesn't work, and then see if we need to add another platform um, or not. But um, I think also what I learned was that, you know, you have to love what you're doing. And I think there's times on some of the other platforms of like, oh, do I have to post today? Like, yeah, it's like, it's, am I really passionate about this post that I'm putting up, you know? And I think with, because Instagram and YouTube is, it's so easy to use, Mm-hmm. And just like, I just got a lot of success from those platforms through the year. It's like, it was just a no brainer just to commit to those. So, yeah. um, yeah.
0: no, I like that. I think, and yeah. honestly, like we both reached this conclusion separately. Like we didn't, I mean, we've kind of chatted about this over the year, but not like this where it's like, Hey, this yeah. like, I feel spread thin. Cause I did the same and I hopped on Amazon live and LinkedIn and TikTok. i actually grew to like 30. 5k on TikTok, something like that, and like mm. Facebook Reels. And it was just again, it was like, Do I have to post? Like, oh my gosh. And then I posted at one place, like, Wait, which of the seven places did I post this? <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, yeah. I, I think the thing I learned in 2022 as well was spreading yourself too thin is not the way to go. Like, really focus in and master one platform. I mean, have your support platforms, but um, really say no to things so that you can focus on one platform because it's, I mean, you can have a thousand followers on each platform. They're going to be different. It's going to be a different audience. So it's not like you have a thousand of the same people, you know, it's Mm -hmm. additive, but I'd rather have 10,000 on YouTube than, you know, 2000 on every other platform because that builds momentum. YouTube's like, oh, well, we like this channel because it's so much bigger. So it's like a big boulder rolling downhill instead of you like going and pushing all these little ones and running back and forth and just not getting... Not getting the momentum, so yeah, and you know, and, and what and,
1: yeah, and then what I also love about YouTube, it's like, I mean, we already knew this, but it's it's kind of like you always have to be constantly reminded is that the content lives forever on YouTube, yeah, and like with TikTok and Instagram, it's like it lives for what twenty seconds, yeah, <laughs> and, it, and you'll never you'll never see it again. So it's like, why not commit to something that? is going to last for a lifetime because I mean, we still have videos that are on YouTube that we posted what three, four years ago that are mm-hmm. by finally catching momentum and yeah. it's still relevant to this day. So, I mean, that's the, that's the beauty of YouTube.
0: Yeah, no, for real. And I, I mean, I have a video on, and it, it was a, company I partnered up with, and it was an ad. So they, I mean, they put ad spending against it, but on TikTok, it's like three and a half million views or something like that. But those three and a half million views compared to views on YouTube, like there, I have one video that I did and it's got like a hundred views, but it led to my business partner. And that's completely changed my life. Mm-hmm. And the three and a half million views on the TikTok video hasn't done anything. In fact, I have TikTok videos that I got 5,000 views that I got $3,000 worth of gear from a company for like so it's not the views, it's not the audio, like it's YouTube lives forever. Like it, it just really does it's like the mindset. I hate TikTok. Like I only oh, posted God. there cuz I was like
1: dude, I was nervous YouTube? to say that cuz I thought I thought you were going to back <laughs> you're going to back TikTok dude. Well, no. Yeah, I feel the same way dude. I I cannot. I just have this like I don't want to say evil but it's kind of like I just I just have a bad, uh, kind of a weird feeling about it. I don't know. Yeah, it's bad just, vibes. Yeah, kind of bad vibes about it. I don't know if it's like the the whole political thing or whatever, but um yeah, it's just this doesn't work for me.
0: What's the goal of the the platform? And I think that's another thing I learned this year is mm-hmm. YouTube, I can get clients if I need. I yep. can sell affiliate products, which I've made tens of thousands of dollars on small channels with. Like mm-hmm. you can teach people, you can create connections. And it's a little harder. That's why I do like to have Instagram as well because it's mm-hmm. a lot easier to message back and forth. Not super active there, but like that's helpful. And then email is I mean, any study you look at emails where you sell things like that is, you have to do it right. It's not just like, Oh, here's our promotion, like actually give people value. But that's where most of the sales are going to come from is those who are in your email list. And so it's like, okay, those three have utility. It's like, what does TikTok have like waste my time? Like <laughs> yes. dopamine hit after dopamine hit, yeah, and then you exactly. get sucked in like. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so, and, 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 and don't get me wrong. I mean, I think it, I think TikTok works for some businesses, but I mm-hmm. think it's just the way you. It just depends on your strategy, right? At the end of the day. Um, I think a lot of our stuff is more service-based businesses, which I think works a lot better on, um, the platforms you mentioned.
0: Yeah. And I think it it really does go down to what's the goal. Like TikTok, I think if you are a like food reviewer, as one example, TikTok's geolocation is amazing. So if you're like creating videos on best place to eat near you, TikTok, I mean, that's where the younger generation is really finding good places to eat because instead of going to Yelp and seeing reviews and like having to read and try to look at blurry pictures, you're seeing a video and you're like, this looks like an amazing place to eat. I'm going to go. So stuff like that, it can work. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you want like high ticket clients, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to hire you from a TikTok. I will hire you from a one hour video where you educate me Mm -hmm. and I feel a connection with you on YouTube. where i go for education but it just depends on your goal what's your business what are you doing so
1: yeah and i think uh in addition to that with tiktok too because the demographic's so so young i think if your strategy is okay you want to get in front of the demographic because in the future they're like your future buyers right then tiktok's perfect but if you're looking to create momentum for your business right now then yeah youtube is youtube all day
0: i mean demographic is shifting a little bit on TikTok, older people are getting other, but again, like, are you going there to buy stuff? I've never bought anything from a TikTok. Like, so it really depends on like what you're trying. And for the other thing that I learned in 2022 was content is like long tail marketing. You post videos for months and years and you'll get clients. If you want clients now, like strategy I've used is sharing people's stories on Instagram. When they message me, I'm like, Hey, you know, I love your stuff. I love your message. You know, I actually have youtube's in my house. actually I have three tips that i would love to send you for free if you use them great if you don't great if they like the tips if they like that then we hop on a call i basically give them a free consulting session and it turns into a client where i can't like on youtube that can happen but it takes so long so if you need clients now like posting content for me hasn't worked well but that's high ticket clients that's again very specific use case so just a lesson i thought was interesting Totally. So with uh,
1: 2023, I, mean, I know we were kind of talking before we, we started the show, you're, yeah. you're mentioning, um, you know, you're, you wanted to leverage your YouTube and email lists. So are you going to be outsourcing those, um, those parts? Or are you going to be working on it yourself mainly? Or what's kind of your strategy
0: around that? Yeah, so yeah, 2023, my client load, I'm going to cap. That way I have probably half my time to be able to create content and focus on that stuff. Um, might mean my rates go up. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but for recording. Absolutely. It's going to be me obviously, but, uh, editor, I already have an editor hired. Um, I've gone through three or four editors at this and this guy's really, really good. We both worked at on the same contract actually, and just met and they cut me. And then a month later they cut him and I was like, dude, I I want you full time. What do I have to pay you? (laughs) Like, it's gonna be a struggle for a little bit, but what do I have to pay you to keep you because you're really good. Um, so I have him, he edits, everything um working through a lot of that stuff so um but email i don't know that i can outsource email like i don't have anyone good enough in my network to be able to do that and also i want it to be like lessons i know my voice so uh, mm-hmm. i don't know if i could ever outsource that probably but it's gonna be a while and so youtube content i'll probably even do finishing edits because i do like that like i feel like editing not everyone feels this way but i feel like the editing is the storytelling and how you cut or move. Like, I don't do a lot of cuts. I'll maybe add some stock, B roll. cut some things out. like, it just didn't feel right. Um, just kind of the finishing touches, but yeah, I want to outsource more, but it's hard, man. I don't, I don't know. What about you? Are you, do you have team, you're outsourcing? Or...
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, I, I do have a full-time editor as well. So he does okay. my content and then uh helps with the clients. Or I have two editors actually. I have one that does my content and helps with some clients. And then I have another editor that just solely helps with the clients. Okay. Um nice. so that's gonna be I'll continue that uh, moving forward. Um but yeah email for me it's like I love writing, but it's just like email is one of those things I'm just I just dread doing. Yeah. It's like I was like oh like coming up with, you know, like the strategy for that. So I think that's probably something I'm going to be outsourcing in 2023. Uh, But yeah, I totally get the idea of, you know, they want to capture your voice. And I think the important thing is if you do find somebody is that they digest all your content, like YouTube podcasts, reading your past emails, just so they have a a really good idea of, you know, how to, um, I guess, how to really... Put, or craft that's the word i was good for mm-hmm. craft to get a, a great email to send out um because i think a lot of these email marketers they're kind of just like oh i'm just going to do it my way this is yeah. this is what works but you like, have to re- you have to realize it's like dude like you're working for yeah. us you know so, yeah.
0: so well, yeah. i do it depends on like if they're great at copying that's awesome but email marketer though it's like uh, i'm not selling a product i'm trying to give value and yeah. take them on this journey and so it is a little sure. different but mm-hmm. um that's interesting you say that cause, thinking back, I, high school, I loved creative writing. I mm-hmm. loved, like we did, um, Shakespeare class as well. And you had to do some creative essays. Also a video. I recorded the whole video. Well, I didn't record it. I had a buddy record it cause I was in it, but then I edited the whole thing. I loved it. I have a six minute video that I edited for 30 hours on my YouTube channel. Like nice. I love the editing, but I don't have 30 hours to spend on yeah. one video a week. Yeah, like. exactly. So yeah. I'll do finishing touches. Like I can do that, but I enjoy the editing and I enjoy the writing. And so yeah. I don't want to outsource this. So for you, but for you, it's like, okay, how can I get this off my plate? Cause I don't like it. And, um, yeah. now if, for everyone listening, both Michael and I, like we did not start with team. We did not start with nice setups, cameras, mics. Like when we started, I don't, I don't know what you had when you started. I had my iPhone, Me a $30 lab mic and a hundred dollars worth of lights in a little <laughs> six by nine cold storage room. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I had had my phone too, dude. Uh, It was like, I I think at the time it was like iPhone 11 or something like that. Yeah. 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 I love it. Those were the days
0: it was so like, we've come a long way. So if you're just starting, don't worry about it. Like you don't have to have the fancy setup, like just keep going. It's about getting that message out there and really refining it, I think. So, um, so 2023, what, what's your game plan look like? Like if someone's listening and they're like, okay, cool. I do want to focus YouTube, Instagram, email us. Mm-hmm. Like what are some things they can learn from what you are going to try uh, next year?
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to just continue to, uh, you know, my strategy is kind of just doing bulk shooting. So what I do is at the, the beginning of each week, um, I generate video ideas. I try and come up with like 10 to 20 and that's okay. just a mixture of long form and short form content. Yeah. Um, and I just dedicate one day to, to doing bulk shooting for that. So whether I come up with like 15 short videos and like five long videos or like three and 17 or something like that, I, I just do my best to lock those down and then get those knocked out just so I have content uh, moving forward like for the next uh, two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, but in addition to that, I want to do a lot more collaborations. That's something I'm going to be doing a lot more of, especially on Instagram. Um, so yeah. I've already already met a couple um, great videographers who are local here that um, know their stuff, and you know we have we have a lot of plans in place for That's that, true. and then just and yeah, and just reaching out to, to brands and uh, you know you know because I do own a media agency, we're constantly prospecting. You know, one of yeah. my plans is to start shooting videos for brands that I love, you know, brands that I wear or use, and then, um, basically shooting a video for free and, and try and pique their interest that way. Um, and so, um, i say, yeah, those are kind of, that's like the main, um, area of focus I'll be doing this year. How about yourself?
0: I like that. I did have a question cause I know if someone's yeah. listening, they're like, okay, you come up with all the, these ideas, how do you know what ideas are good and how do you come up with the ideas? Like what, What's inspiration? What's a, like a validation check or something like that?
1: Yeah, totally. So there's four things that I do. So the first thing I use the website, Answer the Public. Um, So basically that for those who are listening who don't know, that is uh, basically you type in the keyword. So say, for example, you're in um, real estate. So you type in like real estate market and basically uh, Answer the Public would populate all these topics. That are search based, meaning like the search volume uh, through all of, all of online. So it's very helpful to see you know what's trending, what people are searching for, what people are interested in. Um, so I use that. Um, I use Google Trends as well. Um, so it's kind of the same thing, um, but it's more f- focused around the Google algorithm. Yeah. Um, the third thing is uh, I sometimes put up polls, like on my um, Instagram as well as mm-hmm. LinkedIn, asking you know what type of content or topics that they're interested in. Um, And then the fourth thing um, that I do is something I got from Omar uh, Takari from Think Media. He he was basically saying that in the Google search, you type in your keyword, and then in parentheses, you put articles. And then Mm -hmm. what comes up are like these catchy headlines from other news outlets. So that kind of gives you an idea of like, what's, you know, what's working, what's like on the first page and things like that. And then I kind of just craft my ideas from there.
0: This brings up a really important point for people to know is that like we talked about YouTube, your videos live forever. Um, but the one thing, I mean, there's so many layers and levels to this, but there's search based viewership on YouTube. And that is only 30% of use, but for depending on what kind of video it is, it can be a higher percentage. So if we're like how to fix a toilet. I'm hoping YouTube's not recommending how to fix a toilet otherwise yeah. it knows you have some bathroom <laughs> problems like like if you're searching that enough it's recommending it that's a problem yeah. um so like su- suggested on how to fix a toilet's probably going to be next to none but on something like, you know, um, success mindset, like most people aren't searching that, but a lot of people are getting suggested. So it might be higher than 70% of suggested views that way. So like how you've described it as very search based, which I mean, depends on the topic, like how to create a better video to grow your business or how to create short form content. Like if you're talking about those things, that is really good search based content. And so the per- like, if you're listening to this, you need to figure out what kind of content you want to make. And this maybe is a little too advanced, so that's okay, but we're going to give you all the tips and tricks here. Um, I, I, focus very heavily on suggested, which means longer content. So 10 minutes minimum really shooting like fastest growing suggested categories one to three hours, which a lot of people don't want to make content. That's one to three hours. Cause it's a lot, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but it's like you can, and we'll talk about like how that works, but, um, I just want to point that out. Like, if you have services, if you have how tos, if you have tutorials, like the way that Michael just explained that, like you're killing it in search. And so make sure that you know the context. Don't just copy what we're saying because, <laughs> mm-hmm. it, like, like oh yeah, they they sound like they know what they're talking about. Like we do most of the time, <laughs> but yeah. in, in this area we do. But um, it's contextual. That's why I like one on one consulting. Are you going on set and saying, hey, we're gonna film this and we're gonna name it they're like that works because someone might say, well, let's name it this and like that doesn't work because of this. And it's hard to explain, especially in this where we don't know the people listening. So
1: uh, I have a question, Zach. So if someone was starting out like fresh on YouTube, would you suggest Mm -hmm. they make search based content or suggested or kind of like a healthy mix or what are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah. So I've gone back and forth on this. Um, in fact, one, a podcast I did a couple months ago, that was my suggestion was start with search. Um, but i think it needs to be contextualized a little bit more into what's your goal what what kind of channel do you want to have um and i think that sorry mike's going weird um it really depends like if you're a thought leader if you're someone in business like we're going to talk about mindset we're going to talk about like you're not i'm not sell, i'm not doing tutorials i'm not ever going to like go step by step on something Suggested is 100% the game, like all of the entrepreneurs and thought leaders that I work with, my first goal is to get as much of their traffic from away from search and into suggested because it's usually search is number one or two, browses one or two, and then, you know, suggested is like 10%, 15%. We want to see that number one. So like 30 to 40%, because that's when you really start growing. Cause instead of you relying on search, like. I have a barbecue channel. It's a hobby channel. I don't expect Mm -hmm. to do anything, but in the winter it dies. Like it really dies. Nobody's barbecuing in the winter, (laughs) but in the summer it just, it goes insane. It goes crazy. So huge ups and downs there. Whereas like on suggested content, how to grow your YouTube channel, the, the mindset that you need to be successful in your business, like those types of things, they're always it's evergreen. And so if YouTube's suggesting that YouTube's doing the work, I don't have to worry about search volume. Once I get that momentum going, you have the Google algorithm pushing your content. So, um, it depends on, on what you're trying to do. Like if you want to be the, like, you need to commit to this, like say five years can i commit to this type of content for five years mm-hmm. um if it's product reviews I've done a lot of product reviews i've gotten burnt out on that that's great search mm-hmm. but i'm so burnt out on those <laughs> yeah um, you did man you had, you had a good list going man I, I i really did like i at one point I had 22 microphones here in the studio and that was not all the microphones i've owned either wow <laughs> so it's like it was good like it's awesome but I'm like, I don't want to be the microphone guy. I don't want to be the <laughs> podcast setup guy. Like I, if you have questions, I will absolutely help you. Like, I, I love it, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy. I want to be like, I'm really, really good at helping entrepreneurs, thought leaders, like use YouTube mm-hmm. to grow and make an impact, like it, scale your business. Yes. Serve your mission. Yes. Sell specific products like sauna or something like, eh, I, I could, but that's not what I really like, but. I like working with people. It's like, I want to change the world. I want to change this part. And it's like, yes. Okay, cool. I I can help you with that. That's suggested. So I like that. It really depends. Um, there are some tips though, just like with search, do the same thing for suggested, find a video. This is how you do it. You find a video that has more views and subscribers. doesn't matter if it's a thousand subscriber channel with 2000 views or 1 million subscriber channel with 2 million views. Like if that video has more views than subscribers, YouTube's like, we like this topic. Mm -hmm. And your goal is to get your video suggested after that video. So copy their title. I mean, Mm -hmm. tweak it a little if you want, but honestly, if you copy it exactly, don't do, don't watch their video and copy their video. Like, but just say, Hey, I can talk about this topic. I can talk about my version of this topic. And so I'm going to link this in YouTube's mind. And my goal is to get that suggested. Um, there's a lot of other things you want to get suggested on your own content first, but that's one way you could get started, and you could potentially have a couple of videos do really, really well and not get a whole lot of search traffic. So nice, yeah. good to know. So, I, don't, I think that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, it did. Thanks. Okay, yeah, that's good. L- little round. I uh, have ADHD. We talked about this, but <laughs> little roundabout way. Um, so <laughs> love it. So okay, cool. So 2023, you're focusing on? I mean, you've got the batch recording. Is there any tips and tricks in the batch recording that you found that that might help people out?
1: I think a lot of people preach like, you know, shoot a long form video, cut those up into shorts or whatever. I experimented that, but I think sometimes it's hard because especially with short form content, like what I teach to my, you know, with, to my clients, it's like, you always need to have a strong hook and a strong yeah. call to action every time. So it's, so unless you're going to be shooting like separate hooks for like those clips, you think you're going to be cutting out then you know, it, you might be in trouble. I mean, like people can get away with it. Like, you know, you look at Vanessa Lau, you look at the Hermosis and stuff like that, I mean, because they have such a huge following. It's like, no matter what they post, it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna take off because it's just so value packed. But I mean, if you're, look into just starting out, um, I think, you know, having that strong hook or um, call to action is, is going to be key, um, you know, but I think for me, I, I think being as organized as possible. So when I generate those ideas, I try to put them into, I put them in the script format. Like for me, I suck at like, just going off the fly. Like I was an actor before and I was, it was good yeah. at like memorizing lines, but okay. for some reason, when it comes to content, like I just cannot memorize anything. Like I just okay. I need to be reading something. So um I think a key tip is is to basically um create your script, use use a teleprompter, will it be like whether it be like the teleprompter app or they have a lot of those teleprompter mounts that you can put your camera into it and like yeah. you can read. So it basically shows in front of your lens and you can it looks like you're looking at the camera, but you're reading off a, a teleprompter. Yeah. Um, and that just, for me, that's, that's really accelerated the time in shooting. Like, it's just been so easy uh, to do that. So I would definitely um, suggest that.
0: Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm, so I'm the exact opposite. I cannot read or script things, um, <laughs> but I actually had a client that I worked with and there were two of them that yeah. would do the videos. One of them had to like, sh- I, I had to like. I was like, put down the phone, like to stop reading. Like do I, I will hold it out here for you, but you can't have you picking up the phone every 10 seconds. Um, and the other one was like, if you did a short form version of the video, they could do a long form version, no problem right off their head. They couldn't just Mm -hmm. jump into the long form. They had to do short, succinct, like, okay, let me get my thoughts together. So I can do a 30 second version. And Then it's like, okay, cool. You covered this, these three points dive into points, one, two, and three and go and then they would would be a 10 minute video off off the top of their head and so i think you have to figure out your style just do what works there's no right or wrong here it's like Mm. do what works for you but exactly i mean if you need to script don't have your phone don't like get a teleprompter like if Mm. that's your thing like you need that invest in that like that's worth it (laughs) oh yeah definitely it's huge huge investment
1: because yeah i mean same thing like with some of my clients to just like it would take hours for us to shoot like one video and then finally I got the teleprompter and it we literally 80% quicker than what it was just that's you legit. Could just yeah and you're just so comfortable because it's like um you don't have like that anxiety or, or fear of like uh not remembering like what to say it's all there in front of you so all you got to w- worry about now is just just reading it that's it yeah. so <laughs> I, but
0: seriously like find what works for you and yeah there's, it's not just two things. It's not just off the cuff. Like I'll do bullet points. It's not just scripting it. Like Mm. maybe you have to watch a video and like kind of give your version of it. Like do, do whatever works for you. Yeah. But I think that's a really good tip. Um, cool. So batch recording, posting on YouTube first, growing the email list. Um, any tips on the email list, anything that like you found helpful or maybe things not so helpful emails. Yeah, Yeah, dude, I, I should be asking you because,
1: um, you know, I, I get, yeah, I'm on your email list. I get a lot of them and you have a lot of, a lot of value packed information for me, it's like, I like to, I'm trying to find like that silver lining of what's too long and like, what's, Mm -hmm. what's more, if it's better, like if it's more concise, um but yeah, I'd be the last person you'd be asking about. <laughs> Tips on,
0: on, so practicing. You know? Lear, learning yeah. how to do email in three Yeah, I, seriously. I, I feel I'm in the same boat. Like I grew mine pretty quick, but yeah. I was doing like giveaways on Amazon Live, things like that. So I got mm. I do have an okay like not yet. It's a small list like for what it should be, but um giving something of value I found is the most helpful. So if it's like download my free PDF or my free like do a mini course like a 15 minute video where it's like hey you get this if you join my email list if you don't it's not anywhere else and so you give it like a free gift something like that and i've tested email links as well like i don't think there's not a right or wrong it's what what gives value some of my emails literally are like do you want to learn how to do this you know like a couple of sentences on what i learned in a video that i did and then links to the video it's like hey here's just a reminder basically like I spent a lot of time and effort creating this awesome piece of content that I know is going to help you. So here, go watch it. Or sometimes it's a long email. It's like, Hey, here's like, I learned some like, three really profound lessons this week. I'm going to break them down. And I don't want my emails to ever take longer than like five minutes to read, but right. it's like, Hey, like I, I haven't put this out anywhere else and this is probably the best. Like if you're subscribed to my email list and you're reading it, that's mm. I think the best place, but oh yeah, yeah. Emails the best like I will take a thousand people on my email list over any other platform. YouTube's close, close second, but like mm-hmm. those people are dedicated if they're reading your emails. <laughs>
1: uh, well, so, <laughs> so what do you what do you use? Do you, is there a platform you suggest? Do you use MailChimp? Or what do
0: you... Yeah, so I was on Convert Kit. Um <clears throat> and I liked it a lot. I really did. Mm-hmm. I partnered up with actually Riverside um, to do a podcasting course and um so I need a place to host a course which i have i have this thing it does everything but it's not user friendly i paid for a lifetime like license which was expensive but they're still building it out and so i don't trust it as much so i think right now what i'm doing is i'm going to switch from convertkit to kajabi i know it's more expensive okay. but it'll house my course i can when i'm supposed to re-up for my podcast i'll just switch over to kajabi because they do podcasting I will have my email. So they are, they already have like three or four services I'm already paying for monthly. Um, it's still a, like a little bit more expensive, but everything's under one roof. So that's, that's what I'm going to use. I loved convert kit. It was pretty, I mean, it was easy to use. Um, a lot of people recommend it, but, um, just financially, like it makes more sense to do Kajabi cause they do such yeah. a good job. So, um, yeah.
1: So, so if like, for example, if, if I was looking to do like a video course, Mm. Um, and then I don't know exactly, I, yeah, I, I, just know Kajabi of doing video courses, but they also do email campaigns too. Like you can you mm. the email, yep. email.
0: Oh, wow. Yep. They also do yeah. podcast hosting, um, yeah. and website know. hosting. So like mm-hmm. you have four things in one, I think they do one or two more things, but those are the ones that are pertinent to me. So yeah. are they the best at everything? No, but they're so like, y- it's like apple like apple is not technically the best at really anything except user experience user experience is phenomenal blows every other company out of the water like we can fight about this if someone wants a mess like i get they're not the fastest always they're not the most advanced always like there are things that do better or worse but user experience like everything integrates everything like and so for me that's the most important thing like i want the, the user experience to be great and when i have to go and try to set up like email smtp like was like what in the world is going on here no thank no you go. like i can't yeah. get my emails my website crashed like i don't want to pay thousands of dollars for someone to manage that yeah I'll pay yeah. A, f- a few hundred bucks a month for it to be easy to use <laughs> yeah. yeah so
1: well, good to know
0: yeah so that's i don't know not right or wrong just what i'll be testing in 2023 so cool um but my 2023 strategy, I think YouTube's first. Like, like you said, I'm I'm pairing way way down. Um, focus on YouTube email list. is gonna be second. I don't really have like I, I'm only gonna have probably 10 client slots. That might go up a little bit, but I want to be like the best in the world for thought leaders and entrepreneurs that that have a YouTube show, whether it's a podcast or not. Like it doesn't have to be, but you're already creating a podcast, adding videos super easy, and then you're creating long form content, which gets recommended, like you're already doing so many right things. We just need, you need some YouTube strategy really is all you need. Yeah. Um, maybe some AB testing, things like that, which we do, but like, it's, if I can be the best in the world and way over deliver value wise for 10 clients and raise rates, things like that, but then I can also focus on content. So I want to post three times a week is my goal. We'll see how that goes, but that's like three long form, like. half an hour solo we'll do this you know every week or every week we can anyway probably be I don't know finished videos probably be between 45 minutes an hour half an hour an hour we'll see yeah focus on that email list and then Instagram really it's if I have shorts I'll post them but Mm -hmm. um, outreach that way that's where I get new clients or chat with people so nice I don't know what I'm gonna do with LinkedIn Amazon, pretty sure I'm just done. TikTok. (laughs) I would rather go listen to an hour-long podcast and learn something in depth Mm -hmm. than have an hour of 10 to 15-second clips, even even if they are positive, even if they are teaching. But, like, you can only learn so much in 30 seconds, in a minute. Sure.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally Totally with you there, man. So so you mentioned before you do um, A-B testing. Mm -hmm. So is that, like, the whole video or just certain parts of it, or what's kind of like your, your strategy around that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So AB testing for what we're doing, like, we're trying to get you into suggested if I'm working with you as a client. And so the first step is to get your videos suggested on your videos. Sure. And that comes from YouTube looking at viewer habits, basically. So if I watch one of your videos, do I watch another one? If I do YouTube says, well, they watch one of Michael's videos, they watch two Michael, like they don't watch one, they watch 10. And so if they watch 10, then let's suggest Michael's content other places. And so the, the best way to do that is to get a thumbnail template basically. So find a look that works, um, and test it. And when I say test it, we use TubeBuddy. we have some other software that we use for you know, very specific purposes, but two is what I use most of the time. Um, and you're like, it's just switching out the thumbnail every day. So one day it's this thumbnail, one day it's this thumbnail and it's gathering data on both. And you see which one wins. So you get a template, similar look. So if I see, like, if I click on one of your videos today and YouTube shows me one in two days from now, I recognize it's your video too. Often people's thumbnails are all over the place or like they're similar text. And so like, Oh, well, it looks like if you put them side by side, you can tell they're the same. It's like, yeah, but if I see it three days from now, am I going to remember that it was your video? And that's really what you have to do. And so a lot of thumbnails are like, these all look the same. It's like, that's because they need to. Otherwise people don't remember it's your video. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's a, B testing. Sometimes we use titles depends on how good or bad the title is. um, But really thumbnails first, because we want to get like, if I can get the viewer for your video today to click on it tomorrow and the next day and the next day, YouTube will start suggesting all of your videos on your videos and when that happens, it'll start suggesting it on other videos. Um, and you're, you get this crazy momentum, this rock rolling down the hill that you can't stop. Um, but it's the hardest thing is to start it going. Yeah, so. totally. what are you going to do to continue to like sharpen? The saw so to speak like continue to learn and grow because i mean we're both if you're listening to this we we both know youtube really well like what we do in our respective spaces we're really good at so definitely listen to us there but part of what makes us good is we're always learning we're always growing we're always trying to figure out new things testing so if you see us doing things maybe we're testing something so maybe don't emulate everything we do (laughs) (laughs) but make sure you know the context um yeah yeah, what what do you do to learn and grow that way man i mean
1: (sighs) It's like sometimes I get I get caught or I get kind of torn in different directions because it's like I love being a consumer, but I understand that I have to be a creator as well. Yeah. I try not to consume too much. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I mean, I'm a, hu- a huge YouTuber. I mean, as far as like watching content, you know, I love Think Media, Parker Walbeck. Um, you know, the list goes on as far as like learning different techniques for, for filming um, YouTube strategy, uh, things of that nature, and then also podcasts. I mean, I, yeah. that those are probably like the top two things because, I mean, podcasts, you can listen going on a walk, working out. Uh, going for a long drive. And so just u- u- utilizing those two things, like every single day to just continue to grow. And I think, I think before, like what I've learned, like when, when I first started my journey, like I'd be a little hesitant to, to kind of learn from people. Cause I'd end up like comparing myself to them and I'm like, yeah. dude, I want to get what they want. Um, <laughs> or like, I want to be where they're at. Like who, who are like, yeah. who are these people, you know? But I think after like much self-reflection and just learn, just continuing to gain more experience along the journey, you realize that like every single person has their own like unique voice. Um, yeah. Like Vanessa Lau said at best, she said like uh, social media users are constantly looking for uh, new perspectives on things. Cause I mean, if you really think about it, you watch TV, right. Or Netflix, you're, you have more than one favorite show, right. You're, mm-hmm. I mean, you're on YouTube. You're subscribing to numerous channels, even if they're in the same niche, so it's kind of like you, you, I just remind myself that, Hey, you know, I have this unique position that nobody else has. And that's what helps me to like, just continue to grow and learn about the craft.
0: You want to learn and grow, but you don't want to copy people or compare yourself to them or like your journey's not their journey. It's the same path, but it's, it doesn't look the same. You're not driving the same car. You're not like stopping at the same places. Like you're, you're trying to get the same place. Yeah, but it's going to look so much different. So exactly I, I like that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Um, a Couple of things, actually. Um, for what I do, we're really specialized in who we work with. And so my business partner uh Carmichael and like in the space. He has more data than anyone else. And so anytime I'm like, oh, I don't know, like on this, I've learned. I learned more in the first few months working with him than in all of my other experience combined. Like it was it was crazy. Um, so continue to learn from him. As often as possible and our clients we have such high level clients i have so much data that it's awesome um so it's like okay if i have how do i learn beyond that when it's like we're kind of for our little space like we are the top um one thing i am doing is um, creating videos i don't know if it's gonna be every other week or every week but i'm taking someone in the space uh, whether we work with them or not like we keep our client list private. So I'm never gonna say, Hey, we do work for them or we don't. But like, I'm gonna look at what they're doing, Mm -hmm. what they're doing well, and break down, like, hey, this is a few things that like, this is why they've been so successful from my vantage point, just like what I can see from their content, what I know about them, what I've, like, I, I almost always, if they have a book, I'll buy a book of theirs, um, and listen to it. But it's just like, I, I'm practicing breaking down like high performers and what, what is working. I'm not going to give them sometimes maybe I'll give them suggestions, um, and say, Hey, like I would probably do a little more of this or like a little less of this, probably not too frequently. Um, because I don't, I don't know the context. Context is huge for me. I'm realizing, but, um, like I just want to know what they're doing. Well, It, it seems to be working well. So these are the things I see. Maybe they're not doing X because they have a brand deal. They can't do that. Or, Like they, like, I I don't know why they're not doing certain things. So just breaking down why they do things and then, um, practicing that way every week, continuing to work with better and better clients and really helping that way. I love podcasts. I love books, but like the more I read and listen, it's like, you know, a lot of this stuff, like sitting down and really thinking through it Mm -hmm. and trying to deconstruct it is often more helpful than adding another voice in your head, like anyone listening to this, you have enough information to be successful, maybe not as successful as you want to be, but to at least get you 50% of the way there, if not farther, Mm -hmm. but you haven't sat down and really thought through what you know, and like deconstructed that and, and put it into practice. Like a lot of us know we need to, you know, eat more protein or work out more or get more sleep or like drink less caffeine. Like all of those are contextual again, but like we know probably the thing that's holding our health back a little bit. Could we do it? Yeah. Do we do it? Uh, maybe not. Yeah. And so it's the same with your, your content and your business. Like there are things, you know, will help and you're just not doing them. And so right. sitting down and committing to that and not adding another voice in your head, sometimes is the best move. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Hate oh. that voice. Hate, hate that hate little that voice sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. You yeah. you can do it. You can, uh, <laughs> uh oh, I love it. Well, this has been good. I think we're going to, we'll have a topic every single week. Um, I don't know. Is there any, any other things you wanted to cover about strategy for anything next year? Things you learned or anything? Yeah. Like
1: that? I mean, I think the the one thing is, is like, I think you could probably attest to this too. Is, is just don't, don't judge it. If if you're brand new to the content creation space, the most important thing is just, just, just hit record and just start shooting. Like, don't even think about, I mean, obviously the thing, the strategies and tips we're sharing will be helpful in the long run, but if you're initially just starting out, just get into the rhythm of planning your content, scripting it, and then shooting it. And then from there you decide after like 20 or 30 videos, you decide what's working, what do I enjoy doing? That's the, that's really important. And then just doubling, tripling down on that. But I think at the end of the day, just start.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. And I I tell people you have 30 to 50 really crappy videos in you. You got to get those out of the way. Then you probably have another 50 that are, you don't want people to see, but they're better. (laughs) So get a hundred videos in and it'll start to get you. But that, that was actually pretty good. Like, okay, cool. I can do this. And every six months you should be able to look back and say, man, I was terrible. Like why didn't I like, because you're improving so much. You're getting better all the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now when I listen to some of my videos or I listen to that podcast I mentioned earlier, I was like, well, that's really good advice actually. <laughs> like, wow. Okay, cool. Like, and I did not do that with my first hundred, 200 videos. Like, I just like, Oh man, like why, why dang it. And <laughs> you just got to get those videos out. Like it, share your message. It, yeah. It's practice. We don't expect mm-hmm. a kid to stand up and run at three weeks old and like, encourage yourself it's a journey you're learning something you've never done before and it's this is hard it really is but it's worth it it's worth it in the end
1: Absolutely. absolutely absolutely
0: all right well we will see you guys next week and uh we'll see you guys then
1: all right guys take care
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already listened to some of the past episodes, I wanted to give you a couple of options. So, here are a couple of guest episodes that you might like. On episode one, we learned how Sev grew to 1.1 million followers on TikTok. Episode three, how to make money streaming on Amazon Live. Episode five, we learned how Chris Doe grew to 2 million subscribers and what he would do if he were starting over in 2022. Episode seven is how an 18 year old built a five figure a month business on TikTok. And episode nine is how to grow and monetize your podcast. I hope one of those sounded interesting to you. If they did, I'll see you in the next episode. If not, make sure to go to the show notes and connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know who my next guest should be.